Welcome to the weekend, my friends. Today is not the day to take a break from God, though. We jump into chapter 10 of E.M. Bounds' book, Purpose in Prayer. The title again, Prayerless Praying. Here's the thought for today. Intellect gets in the way of prayer. We begin here with Mr. Bounds. The greatness of prayer in the most intense form is not realized without spiritual discipline because it involves the whole man. Richard Cecil has said, Prayer is faith passing into action, a union of the will and intellect being realized in an intellectual act. It is the whole man that prays. Less than this is wishing or lip service, a sham or a mummery. You see, this makes prayer hard work. And before this exacting and consuming effort, our spiritual sloth and feebleness stands abashed. The simplicity of prayer and its childlike elements also form a great obstacle to true praying. Put on your thinking caps here, folks. Get what Mr. Bounds is trying to tell us. I'll repeat that phrase again. The simplicity of prayer and its childlike elements also form a great obstacle to true praying. Here's why. Intellect gets in the way of the heart. Only the childlike spirit is the spirit of prayer. And it is no easy task to make the man a child again. In song, in poetry, in memory, he may wish himself a child again, but in prayer, he must be a child again in reality, just as he was at his mother's knee. Artless, sweet, intense, direct, trustful, with no shade of doubt, no temper to be denied. He must have a desire that burns and consumes that can only be voiced by a cry. It's not easy work to have this childlike spirit of prayer. You see, if praying meant spending one hour in prayer each day, difficulties would confront and hinder even that hour. But... Praying is keeping one's whole life in preparation for the prayer closet. How difficult is it to cover home and business, all the sweets and all the bitters of life, with the holy atmosphere of the prayer closet? A holy life is the only preparation for prayer. It is just as difficult to pray as it is to live a holy life. I'll stop there for today. I really feel that Mr. Bounds put into words what I've been leaning towards, what I've been, for lack of a better word, feeling this sort of bent towards as we've been coming closer and closer to him actually lining out exactly what he said here. Praying is keeping one's whole life in preparation for the prayer closet. So often, and maybe you've done the same thing, I've prayed about, I've thought about, I've committed to even, I'm going to pray for this much time every day for the rest of my life. Here's what I'm going to do. Or maybe for this week, I'm going to pray for this set amount of time. And you know what happens? So often I fail and fail miserably. Now, is that a self-discipline issue on my part? Oh, most assuredly. I could be stronger. I could be more intense about my desire and I could be more committed. But here's the problem. It's not about the hours in the prayer closet so much as it is the life that backs it up, as it is the preparation for the prayer closet. 
The devil would like nothing more than to hinder your prayer life because he knows that's the offensive tool that we have at our disposal. And so how does he do it? He hinders our walk, our holiness, our righteousness, because that is the true engine, the true machinery behind which the praying gets its power. I'm trying to put into words, and it's kind of taking shape. It's still foggy. I so greatly appreciate you coming along on this journey. I do hope, I pray, that your prayer life has been helped, has been encouraged, has been kick-started by these short podcasts. Thank you so very much for listening. We will talk to you very soon.